and welcome to The Found Cause, where we found our cause in serving the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Michael, man, behind the machine, and to my right. Sebastian, the bookkeeper. Yes, he's there. You might notice we're in a weird format. That's because today is a weird episode. We are scrounging for ideas, uh, the creative ones. We're full of the boring ones. Um, they just don't perform very well. And, you know, we, we mix it up every now and then. So today's creative idea to really stick it in with the youth and uh, get down to earth with those who like to party is that Sebastian, a true wine connoisseur, um, suggested that we do something with a drinking game. And I was like, Bible trivia, absolutely. And then my better judgment got the better of me. was like, if I'm ever going to be an elder, I probably shouldn't have like me drinking, um, doing a drinking game specifically on camera, as much as I think that's totally fine. Um, you don't want to like encourage alcoholism or whatever else. So there's the wine, if you see it, way in the back, courtesy of Sebastian, the sommelier. Um, we're not actually going to be <laughs> drinking it as a consequence of the game, but you can imagine that's the thought. There was an old documentary, and there have been some updated documentaries on what have called it have been called in the United States Bible trivia challenges, and usually they involve children, and usually those children are memorizing bits of scripture or other things like that. And uh, the goal is to win. It's like a spelling bee. I was never participating in one of those. Um, Sebastian, have you ever done like a Bible memorization challenge before? Never. So you're not looking at some champs of the industry here, but what you are looking at is two theological enthusiasts, people who run a Christian podcast, and there's some great Bible trivia out there. Because again, what I don't care about is Bible trivia. It's like how much can you memorize a certain book? That's cool. It's like a cool competition, but not not actually content-wise. That's not what I care about. And then equally, what I don't care about is like memorizing the number of the books, the Bible, or whatever else. Um, that's cool. And you know, I have other random things memorized. So does Sebastian. Like I have. Christ's lineage memorized and things like that. And of course, we both have scripture memorized. But today is going to be um, content memorization. See which one of us is the true theologian. And you'll notice the scoreboard because this is not a non-competitive thing. Um, in the spirit of the non-drinking drinking game, the first one to 10 wrong answers is declared the loser and forever shamed on the podcast. And the winner rests in eternal glory for the rest of his days. It's one additional crown on his head. Theodore's already the loser because he had shied away from joining. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I guess he was afraid of losing. So <laughs> we're doing it without him. It's just me versus Sebastian, which makes the scoreboard way easier because I could use the fake uh, free scoreboard app, which you see today. So we're going to do a practice round just to make sure everything's working. And um, then we'll go from there. And I have to be really careful not to hit a certain key on my keyboard, which just destroys everything on the recording. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay. Uh, of course, we're going to see each other's answers, but whatever. What did Solomon have brought into the temple when it was completed? You got flowers, animals, weapons, or the Ark of the Covenant? I'm going to go the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. He, I mean, he had shields in there. Um, he did kill a lot of animals. <laughs> this is a trick question. When is the day of salvation? After you die, when you are born, anytime before you die, and now. Define salvation. <laughs> these, these are meant to look easy, but yeah, depends how you define things. Wow. Okay. Now you're really gonna you're really gonna test the quiz. Uh, I'll say now. Now is the date to yeah. repent and be saved. Sure. Okay, that, that is a Bible quote. So you're gonna say now. I'm gonna say anytime. Just remember that you said now. There's only gonna be five at a time, so we'll never. Number three. Who are Christians not to be unequally yoked together with? Animals, Satan unbelievers or other denominations <laughs> feisty these, these are some loaded questions because uh -huh. like, are other denominations unbelievers is satan an unbeliever um i don't think you're supposed to be yoked with animals or satan right? <laughs> so 
so uh unbelievers yeah we know the quote from from paul saying don't be unequally yoked in first corinthians to non-believers but if you are stay married number four what kind of giver does god love committed givers generous givers cheerful givers reliable givers or total givers cheerful it's cheerful generous is a good one though how many times did paul ask god to remove his thorn in the flesh Oh, man, this is actually kind That's of hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably just continuously, right? I will say continuously. Like, it could be like three times, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Okay, so we're both saying continuously? Yes, the one we differ was you said now. I, I said now. Yeah, and I said anytime. anytime. So we've only got one difference. Okay, okay, okay. The thing is, so one of us is guaranteed to get one wrong here. This is the beginner level, so we're not going to count any points. Um, but we did differ, which is already disturbing me. Um, I think really what this episode is going to come down to is that we don't know our Bible. Let's check the answers. Number one was the Ark of the Covenant. Good. Solomon did bring the Ark of the Covenant in the temple. Um, the correct answer is now. Darn it. Well, that's why it's a practice round. <laughs> Gosh. Any time. What the, what the heck? <laughs> now is the day of salvation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, number three, we said you should not be unequally yoked to unbelievers, which is correct. Cheerful giver was correct. And then three. Three was the correct answer. We both got that one wrong. Three. I guess a trinity. One for each member of the trinity. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Go back this time. No more sadness. This is kingjamesbibleonline.org in case you're wondering. We're going to advanced. And if we if advanced is easy enough, because we did expert in a trial run before this, and they're like <laughs> viciously obscure. Um, so please forgive us. We will go to expert at some point in this episode. Um, but for now, this is the first real uh-huh. challenge. Are you ready? May the best nerd win. Here we go. Number one, where was Solomon anointed king of Israel? Gath, Jerusalem, Gihon, or Nazareth? Uh, I mean, it's got to be Jerusalem, right? Like, where else would he be anointed king? He gets anointed king in Jerusalem. I think I know that because of uh, Absalom wanting to rule, and then Solomon has to, like, reassert his rule over his right. brothers and whatever else. Right, so the the pretender is um, anointed outside of Jerusalem, but Solomon, who is the illegitimate king, I mean, before, yes, his children split the kingdom, but right. Jerusalem, I'm going with Jerusalem. Okay, both on Jerusalem. Cool, should be easy enough. Two, how many burnt offerings did Solomon sacrifice at Gibeon? What the heck? <laughs> See, I'm telling you, okay, this is, this is advanced. This isn't even expert. Gibeon is what now? Is some place. Because he offers all the sacrifices... The temple. 1,000. I think it's crazy. I'm going to go 10,000. We'll remember your... What? Okay. okay. It's some absurd number of animals. 1,000 doesn't seem absurd enough. Number three. In First Kings 13, how was the unfaithful man of God killed? Oh. By goats, that... by sword, by lion, or by spear? I do know that one. Yeah, we both know okay. it. Okay. Killed by a lion. Yeah. He's a prophet, and he stays... And he should not have stayed a night. But honestly, the other prophet that gets him killed, like, shame on that guy. Huh? I guess maybe he's been used to test the prophet. He's never guys. named, right? He's not. Okay. By lion. Torn apart. How many years did Jeroboam reign over Israel? Gosh. Jeroboam, first king of Israel, wicked, sets up the calves. We reference him all the time. So should we know how long he reigned? 22. <laughs> So you're going to say 22. I'm going to say 16. 
feel like I kind of remember that. I mean, there's so many things. How do I even know that? But we'll just remember. He said 22. What was the name of Elisha's father? Abinadab, Obadiah, Shemek, or Shaphat? Wow. So Jewish. <laughs> Elisha is the successor prophet to Elijah. And I bet they say his dad's name once. Obadiah is the name of... A prophet? Yep. It's also the name of... Oh, no, it's not. That's Obed. Obed is the son of Boaz and Ruth. So, I don't think it's Obadiah. Mm-hmm. Abinadab is in the lineage of Christ, I think. Or is that Abinadab? Too, too many names. Shemek and Shaphat. I'll go with Shaphat. You know, Shaphat? Uh-huh. Okay, we're really going to make this high stakes because I'm going to go with Obadiah. <laughs> 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 Even though that's a prophet. It was Gihan. We're both wrong. Oh, so it was somewhere. I added the scoreboard immediately. Okay, we both got the first one wrong. This is going to be great. (laughs) Zadok anointed Solomon at Gihan. Oh, I got that one right. Look at that. The second. second. Oh, it was actually a thousand. Wow, Michael racking up the losses. This is terrible. This is going to happen so fast. Okay. First Kings. Yep, we know that one. Uh Definitely going to go scoop by a lion. Um, the correct answer is 22. Nice. Oh, no, Jeremiah, we're in 22 years. Yikes. Poor people. Oh, this is just a slaughter. It was Shaphat. Wow. Gosh, dude, you're just, this is sad. <laughs> I guess you are the man behind the book. Man, we would have absolutely, I would have absolutely failed Bible class. You, on the other hand, got 80%. Well, we may have to switch to expert quicker than I thought. If somebody's getting close to losing, we're going to switch to expert. Okay, next five questions. You ready? Let's do it. I guess you are. I'm not. Here we go. What did the angel tell John to do with the book the angel had in his hand? <laughs> Revelation. Uh-huh. And I didn't think it was a book. I thought it was a scroll. Maybe it's a little. I thought it was a little scroll. Whatever. They're calling it a book. Uh, eat it. Mm-hmm. Definitely eat, eat it. Because that's something you just remember. And it tasted sweet, but felt bitter in his stomach. Okay, number two. What happens to anyone who tries to harm the two witnesses in the book of Revelation? It's all Revelation. Wow. Cool. Fire. Uh, yes, the fire. Fire comes out of the mouths of the two witnesses and destroys them. The other, we, we know these ones, so we don't have to look at that. Number three, in the vision of the end times, what special ability did the 144,000 people have? They direct access to the throne of God, singing a song no one else can learn, speaking a heavenly tongue, commanding angels, or none of the above. I'm going to let you answer first. I'm reading Revelation right now. I bought a thick Revelation commentary by David Chilton to try to become a post-millennialist if I can help it, um, but probably not. Did they ever sing? I don't think they sung, but I would go with none of the above. You're going none of the above? I am definitely going to sing the song. No one else can learn. And no taxi vaxies, okay? <laughs> uh, number four. Who sings the song of Moses and the Lamb and of the Lamb in the book of Revelation? The 144,000 martyrs, bride of Christ, those who got victory over the beast but did not take his mark, Jewish believers throughout church history. Uh, some of these seem like the same thing, but okay. Yeah, they're all technically <laughs> the same thing. Oh, yoy. Gosh. I mean, I don't think it's the same song of, of the 144,000. So I think it's either the martyrs or those who got victory over the beast and did not take his mark. I'm going to guess 
the I'm gonna guess D. Those who got victory are decent fantasy this month. To me, martyrs and the victory is the same thing. Though. I know that's what I thought too. We'll go with that one. Whatever. We're both on the same one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to me, it's the same thing. Right, but we'll, whatever. We'll together. Number five. <laughs> who is the mother of harlots in the Book of Revelation? Angels, Rahab, Babylon, mm-hmm. Leviathan, Jezebel. It's Babylon. We actually just talked about that at dinner. Mm-hmm. We're so Bible versed. Okay, we'll see if we we won here. Number one, we both got it right. You eat the scroll. We all know that. Uh-huh. See a scroll, you eat it. Next one, fire came out of the mouth and destroyed two witnesses. Those ones we knew easily. This one, Sebastian, you guessed wrong. I did get that one wrong. We do sing a song no one else can learn. The question is, do I remember what that song was? Because the next answer was, who's got victory didn't take the mark? Well, you guessed with me, so. Wow. Whatever. Whatever. And then Babylon, we got that right. Okay, that was Revelation themed. So they're all going to be themed, I guess. We will try to. You can choose the category. We could. People, places, geography, things, objects. I feel like the laws. Oh my gosh! Okay, we're gonna do one of laws. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna go advance. This is your time to shine. Okay, we're going laws. I'm I'm getting behind, so I need to get back, and then you can pick the category next. Who was the law made for? The Jews, the lawless and disobedient Christians, all people. Moses. Now, this is kind of theological because, like, <laughs> it's probably the Jews or whatever, but, like, but it is also made for the lawless and disobedient and Christians and all people. And Moses. And, and Moses, who is a Jew. So, <laughs> all people. <laughs> I'm going to say all people because it says there's going to be a testament to all nations that will say, mm-hmm. oh, what a righteous nation Israel is. Um, number two, what should Israel have done with the clothes of the poor left in pledge by altars? Instead of laying on them. The heck? I did read Amos. <laughs> and you? I do not recall <laughs> this. <laughs> I don't know. Done with the clothes the poor left in pledge by altars. They should have given them back to the poor pledge makers. Actually, mm, this is a mm-hmm. law. I just know that from the law. Wow. Let the priests wear them is clearly not right. Have a rummage sale and buy supplies. Well, that's just okay, yes. <laughs> Wash them. Gosh. Uh, yeah. It, you're, when somebody leaves you, it's at the, one of the laws is if a poor man leaves you his cloak in um, collateral, like he takes a loan from you and you want him to pay you back so you can keep his cloak because it's something important to him, you're supposed to go that night and give it back to him um, because he's going to need it. And so, like, don't keep something that somebody needs to either live to make their, their living. Like or survive. Stone, or um, survive, yeah. All right, number three. Which of the following animals were Israelites forbidden to eat? Hares, fish, goats, horses, deer. I know the answer. Do you remember your kosher laws? Anything with hooves? Is that what it's called in English? Yeah, hooves. Cloven hoof. That's what it says in English. Okay. So which, which ones are you going to say? Which one are they forbidden to eat? I would think horses. I could be mistaken. What would you say? They definitely can eat fish, goats, and deer. Huh? Uh, rabbit? It's something. The, the rabbits and the horses are tricky because rabbits have feet, right? Um, not, Do they? Not cloven hooves. Yeah, rabbit foot. Yeah, okay. Foot. But I know there's like some exception about things that like chew the cut. But I think it has to do with the cloven hoof. And deer have cloven hoofs. But horses do not have cloven hooves, so I think it's actually horses. It could be hares, though. Not, we're both going to go horses. <laughs> uh, that way we go down equally together. Number four. What commandment does Paul describe as the first commandment with a promise in Ephesians six? This one's easy. We talked about the ten commandments. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then we both got it. Yeah, we got that. 
Oh, no idea. Honor thy father and mother. Number five. How many years should a farmer sow his land before letting it rest for a year? We just talked about this too uh, in dinner. Um, Sebastian was telling me, and maybe one day I'll come to this opinion, but I'm not yet of the opinion, that because of this law, um, we should also think about taking um, either a vacation, a whole year-long vacation for the seventh year, every seventh year, or um, we should like stretch it out like the French and like have a two-month-long vacation and every year to like stretch it out that way. And I was like, I don't like the French. Um, this, I, I do believe God's law is good. And so his commandment for farmers to not sow the land every seventh year is a good law. But I think he would do something else in the, in the meantime. Just me. So that would be six years. Mm-hmm. Sow the land six years and let it rest in the seventh. You agree? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you even get this wrong. I'll just give us both wrong. I don't believe that. Gosh. Okay, so the first answer was wrong because um, they say that law was not made for all people. It was only made for the lawless and disobedient um, because they quote First Timothy. <laughs> That's dumb. Did they miss the Shema? That's fine. Whatever. I understand it because here's the quote. The law is not made for a righteous man, but the law but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners. But, we're all, but we, we are all lawless sinners. So I Including my Moses. Own, got my own scripture here. Say all people's. Number two, we both got it right. Let's give it back to the poor. Give the cloaks back to the poor pledge makers. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, number three, hairs is actually what's unclear. Mm. You should not. You, you should. Nevertheless, these ye shall not eat that chew the cud. Oh yes, yeah, so you can normally eat things that chew the cud, except those um, camel hair coney. That is a coney, a bird. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. It's hairs. We both got it wrong. Fascinating. I guess if you need horses. Boop. If you need anything because God has made food all clean. Okay, number four, honor thy father and mother. Easy piece. Mm-hmm. And number five, six was correct. Okay, it's getting kind of tight, but not tight enough for me to go to experts. So, <laughs> advanced. And what category would you like, Sebastian? Laws, events, God, terms and words, history and timeline, things, objects, places, geography, people. <laughs> I'm going to regret this. Places and geography. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the heck Gihon is, so we'll see. This will be great. Oh, wait, do, do we just did this? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? I do. Yeah, me too. Gihon. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. All right. Solomon was anointed the king of Israel in Gihon. Number two. What did Hannah not bring to the temple after Samuel's birth? This isn't a place thing. Oh, was it places and events? Geography? Not, I don't know what it was. Whatever. What did Hannah not bring to the temple after Samuel's birth? What did she not bring? An F of a flower, a bottle of wine, and two doves seems like sacrifices. Bullocks? I don't even know what that is. I don't know what bullocks are. Yeah, so I'm going to go three bullocks. It's very King Jamesy. <laughs> uh, it could be a bottle of wine, though, because doesn't she not drink or something like that? Kind of like Samson's mom. I don't remember. Well, not. Okay, you want to go with this? I'll go with a bottle of wine. It'll make it interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, number three, what city of Israel was known as the city of the priests? Judah, Nam, Levitus, or Kila? Huh? Okay, well, that doesn't sound like a real place. Levitus, I've never heard of it. It is Levi, but uh-huh. Judah's not a city. It's a tribe. The land of Nob is in Genesis, so no. Kila. I think it's Kila. 
was like, yeah, that's test theory right there. Okay. Why were the cities of Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra mentioned in 2 Timothy? Uh, the apostles experienced persecution in these cities. Congregations in these cities were tolerating sin. These cities were judged directly by God. The book was written in these three cities. They are not mentioned at all. I don't think it's congregations in these cities were tolerating sin. I don't think Antioch was judged directly by God. Mm-mm. I could imagine it was persecution. I could also imagine that they're not mentioned at all because it sounds like an Acts thing, not a Second Timothy thing. I'm going to say they're not mentioned at all. Okay. What are you going to say? I was between this and this. But Antioch is a good city. So yeah. that's why I would say they didn't mention it at all. Yeah. How long? A journey was the Mount of Olives from Jerusalem. It's like half a day. Mm-hmm. It is right there. You can see. Well, Jerusalem. maybe it's one hour. I'm going to say half a day. <laughs> Alrighty. Do it. First one. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We cheated. Second one. If two doves. Okay. Two doves, obviously. She make I mean she makes them like promise, right? That she's gonna give her son to the temple um if she gets pregnant. But like the two doves thing I do not remember. City of Israel. It's apparently (laughs) Nob. Nob, the city priest, was home to many priests and their families. Okay. All right. I don't remember that at all from first Samuel. We're getting close. Hopefully I don't lose here. Oh gosh. Right, number four. Oh, I was right. Uh, you didn't stick with your guts, buddy. Yikes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so the Mount of Olives is a full day's journey from Jerusalem, not half a day. Meaning Sebastian has eight wrong and Michael has ten. And that means... Oh, gosh, the formatting. Terrible. That means... You have won, Sebastian. I'm going to shake your hand. You will forever honor and I forever dishonor in this group. Uh, not only are you known as Sebastian, the male behind the book. Is that what you call him? Yeah, that's what you call him. But you will now be known as Sebastian, the trivia winner and man behind the book. And I, the disgraced man behind the machine. It's been an honor guessing random stuff with you. For our last challenge, we will see if we can get the most right in the expert level. I wish you the best. Good luck. You might be wondering, by the way, while I flip this, um, do we do things that are serious in this podcast? Yes. Um, an hour and a half long podcast on the Ten Commandments we just did. It's performing terribly, um, but we love it. I love the law. So we're going to keep doing detailed podcasts like that alongside just hyper fun drinking games <laughs> like this. In which no alcohol was involved. No alcohol was involved at all. Expert difficulty. Are you ready? Let's do it. We're doing every category. Here we go. What does the Holy Spirit say will happen in the last days? Many will be saved. Some will depart the faith. Miracles will occur. Men will see Jesus. Men will pervert the scriptures. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> I mean, truly, the Spirit is speaking through men. So, all these things are said. Yeah. I have a guess. What's your guess? 
they all happen in these days. I'm going to say the Holy Spirit says that many will be saved because other people say the other ones. Okay. What are you going to say? Some will depart from the faith? Yeah. Okay. All right. We split it. Nope. We'll choose that one so we can. Yes. And you're saying some will depart from the faith. Okay. Number two. First Timothy says in the latter times, some people will speak in lies and hypocrisy and their consciences will be seared. Yeah. They're constricted by rope, blemished by sin, open to demons, marred by the enemy, it's seared. The hot iron. At what age should a widow be considered for the church's financial support? It does not give an age. She just has to have no family members that are able to take care of her. And she can't be young, but like, that's wow. young is. Amazing. Number four, what did Paul instruct younger widows to do? Haha. <laughs> seek money from the church. Gosh. No. Pray for the Lord to provide. I mean, surely you do that. But uh, ask for the fellow believers for help or look for a husband and remarry. Um, he says they should work. So I'm going to say none of the above. Wow. What are you going to It's not an option there. Look at that. He does encourage them to serve the, the the Lord. Does he tell them to remarry? I don't think so. No. That's a that's an option, but I don't think he says that. I think he says that. Not that. Ask, no, like, no. ask money from the church and ask from fellow believers are kind of the same thing. Like if you ask your family though, they could be fellow believers, and that's something yeah. he suggested. Yeah, it's not too well done. What does Timothy one say is the root of all evil? We talked about this too in a very serious podcast. Yeah, love yeah. money. There you go. The love of money, money, money. What if we get a hundred percent here? Oh, you got. Well, I didn't get hundred percent. You so far are clear. The first one you got. Second I was going to guess 60? Yes, I the was going to say 60. Oh, yeah, um, it says right there. Get the quote. First Timothy 5.9. Yeah. Do not let a widow under the age of 60 years old be taken into the number for church support. Well, I listened. I didn't know it. I listened. Look for a husband and remarry. What? <laughs> what? Wow. Wow, we got roasted by the expert level. Paul advises young, younger widows to marry again. Have children and marriage their house. Amazing. Okay. That's a good advice. Didn't know that's what he said. Love and money. We got that one. <laughs> now I'm just addicted and keep doing it but will people even enjoy it alright we're going to do really obscure okay click it our last challenge not only did expert kick our butt honestly beginner was already kicking my butt we need something insane like people expert people here we go this is the last round and we've lost I already lost the last round so just imagine you've got two wins under your belt now most exalted Sebastian um Number one, if we blank our sins, he is blank and blank to forgive us. If we blame others for our sins, he is happy <laughs> and sad to forgive us our sins. Uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and happy to forgive us our sins. If we multiply our sins, he is just and sad to forgive us our sins. If we confess our sins, he is willing and kind. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. I'm going to say the last one. Confess faithful and just. Mm -hmm. Sounds that naughty. is. Why did they bring... Abishag to King David. Is Abishag the, the wife of the daughter? No, that's Milka, isn't it? Milka. To be his wife, to make him warm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when he's like frozen because he's super old and they just have him like so literally sleep else. in there. <laughs> to be his nurse. Kind of nursey, but no, I'm pretty sure it's just to like sleep in the bed with him. 
Which just to really, make just to make it warm. It's really odd, yes, but yeah, that's the move, I guess. Wow. In what way was Asa afflicted in his old age? What did Asa have? Is this the one that tried to? No, that's Uzziah. Okay. Uzziah gets leprosy. I mean, I'll let you answer wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> Uzziah gets leprosy because he enters the temple and tries to act as priest and king, which he wasn't supposed to do. Um, although David does have a David special. I'm going with boils. What are you going with? Yeah, like gout. I don't think they talk about and foot disease. Like maybe I. I don't know. Asa is a good king, so. I'm going to go boils. Copycat. How many lords did the Philistines have during Samuel's childhood? Oh, gosh. It is extra I level. think I know. I think I know. I think I remember. How many lords? I wouldn't even tell you they... I guess he's a kid, but... And the Philistines are over. It was a confederacy. That's why I, I know, but... I'm doubting. Okay. What are you going to go with? I'll go for... Four sounds right. <laughs> sounds nice. It's either four or five. I'm going with five just oh, to make wow. it interesting. Okay. What should be two? <laughs> On the way to find his asses, Saul met three men at Tabor. What were they not carrying? <laughs> what? Why would they be wearing kids? They carrying kids? Why would they be carrying kids? Is that like goats or something? Three turtle doves, three loaves of bread, bottle of wine. Doves, bread, and wine sound pretty normal. Kids don't, so I'm going to say kids. What should be children? <laughs> yeah, what are they doing? Why would they be carrying children? Whatever. Only one way to see. Wow. Number one that. we got, confess, faithful, and just. Excellent. Even warm. Even warm. Mm-hmm. Got that one. Uh-huh. It was foot disease. Except foot disease in his old age. You know, kind of sounds right. I should have guessed it. Yeah. I knew it's it. five and I got it wrong. It was Gosh. a pentarchy. That's all I remember. Five feel stone lords at this time. Yeah. They were not carrying turtle doves. Kids. <laughs> some, it's probably goats or whatever. Gosh. Well, Sebastian, you continue to prove yourself the better test taker, Bible knowledge man. I guess it makes sense. I thought I would perform pretty well, but I guess we both performed pretty badly and I was the worst of the two. <laughs> you know, what's more important than Bible trivia though? The fact that the Lord Jesus Christ is our Lord over everything. The, mo- the law is made for all people, and yet we all do not measure up that law. So anybody who's listening, if you're a Christian, it does not help to reiterate. And if you're not a Christian, of course, we hope that you come to Christ. We pray you come to Christ. You should come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, who not only wrote all this word, but he did it through flawed men. And so he continues to work through flawed men today, including me and Sebastian. Like us. We sin. We've all fallen short. You at home and me and Sebastian here, not only in Bible trivia, but also <laughs> in much more dire scenarios where we're sitting against the Lord Almighty, not just King James Bible Online.org. So when we need a savior, we turn only to the one and only Jesus Christ, who's once for all paid us in a perfect sacrifice with his death on the cross so that we can be his and live in his kingdom forever and be transformed by the work of his Holy Spirit. So if you don't have Jesus as your Lord, please make him yours and confess today. We I found our cause in serving the Lord Jesus Christ. I've been Michael the man behind the machine. Hopefully you haven't gotten too tired of my voice today. And next to me has been... Sebastian, the bookkeeper, and the day of salvation is now. <laughs> as is... <laughs> as you've learned today in Bible trivia. So until next time, we talk about something completely...
completely different. Thanks for listening. If you want to see the rest of our episodes, you have to go to foundcause.podme.com and download them all for your listening pleasure. If you want to see our beautiful faces and the scoreboard and the questions, you'll have to go to youtube.com or facebook.com forward slash foundcause and search us up there. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else you might find your podcast. So until next time, we talk about something I'm sure much more serious and completely different. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.